0: Hello folks, welcome. First of all, welcome. Wherever you come from, we have people coming from many parts of the world for this conference. We're delighted with that. So, what I want to do with this brief introduction is just orient you in terms of what we're doing, okay? We'll move on to the, uh, the meat of the conference pretty soon. Sorry, anybody who doesn't eat meat, I apologise. We'll move on to the content of the conference pretty soon. Care must be taken with language. Minister Cannon, I'm delighted you've joined us today. Minister Kieran Cannon is Minister of State at the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade here in Ireland with special responsibility for the diaspora and international development he's a TD representing Galway East Kieran is formerly the Minister of State for Training and Skills at the Department of Education and Skills he was first elected to Éireann in February 2011 and elected to Galway County Council in June 2004 where he represented the Loughrea electoral area following the 2000 general election um, he was nominated to count Aaron. Kieran is also a strong advocate of the use of technology in education, and is the founder of Excited, the digital learning movement. He has worked closely with teachers and industry leaders to make the case for the introduction of computer science as a subject in Irish schools. Kieran, as the Minister for Diaspora, has been an energetic and imaginative advocate for diaspora engagement. He taken a lead in addressing challenges faced by returning Irish immigrants. He's introduced a programme for the mentoring of emigrant entrepreneurs and he avidly promotes the use of new communications technologies to reach out to younger and newer diaspora communities. All of this while continuing to support vulnerable sectors of the Irish diaspora through the flagship Emigrant Support Programme. We're absolutely delighted Karen you can join us and help introduce this conference.
1: Thank you and uh, good morning ladies and gentlemen and for those of you who are visiting, uh, welcome to Dublin, welcome to Ireland and delighted to be indeed honoured to be formally opening uh, the conference, this very, very important conference and looking through the programme for the next few days, I have no doubt that the conference is going to provide an excellent opportunity to harness the best of academic research and indeed countries and institutions best experience of working with diaspora, diplomacy and development. It's an important, exciting and indeed growing area and I very much look forward personally to learning from your discussions. Since becoming the Minister for Diaspora and International Development a year ago I've witnessed on, on many occasions how our positive experience of a proud and supportive diaspora can be an encouragement to our development partners. The Global Irish Ireland's diaspora Policy which was launched in 2015 was the first clear statement of the Irish Government's recognition of the unique and very important relationship that Ireland has with this diaspora. a relationship which must be nurtured and developed. And at the heart of that policy is our Emigrant Support Programme through which we support Irish community organisations around the world and since its its inception in 2004 that Emigrant Support Programme has supported over 573 organisations in 34 different countries uh, with grants totalling 159 million euro and grants have ranged from very very small uh, amounts of money for small voluntary community groups to major allocations awarded to community organisations who operate on a large scale across all the different countries where we find a diaspora presence. The UCD Clinton Institute is one of our long term uh, partner organisations and my department was delighted to offer financial assistance for this conference through that emigrant support programme. I'm also delighted that Irish Aid was able to provide funding towards the travel of some participants uh, from our partner countries in Africa and I will hope you will all find this to be a very valuable opportunity to share knowledge on the ways in which diaspora engagement can inform and advance sustainable development around the world. I firmly believe that we all benefit greatly from opportunities to share learning and experience and governments in particular can and must Learn from one another. I had a very enjoyable discussion last night uh, with my colleagues from Croatia and uh, Macedonia, uh, two diaspora ministers uh, serving both of those countries. And I also would like to acknowledge a number of other government delegations and representatives who, again, have traveled from various parts of the world to join us here in Dublin. The Irish Abroad unit in my department, and we're delighted to have Katrina here with us, um, also routinely hosts and shares information with delegations from other countries who are interested to hear about Ireland's experience of uh, engaging with our diaspora as these countries build their own strategies to engage with their own people abroad. Ireland draws enormous benefit from a diaspora that has been growing for over 200 years now and now numbers over 70 million people worldwide. At around 1% of the world's population we are a truly global Irish community and such a large diaspora is both an asset and indeed a responsibility and we can never forget the reason that so many left our country when we were unable to meet their basic needs for food, security and employment. And just as our people found assistance and opportunity and support in Britain, in America, in Canada, in Australia, and elsewhere when they needed it, we work now to support those who need our assistance to escape from conflict and hunger. And the values at the heart of Ireland's development policy are deeply rooted in our country's collective memory, in our country's um, history of famine and migration. Our determination to respond in the spirit of solidarity and respect to others' poverty draws on the historical, the political, the the social experience of Ireland and how we ourselves have come to understand the challenges of, of poverty, of conflict, of injustice and migration. And investing in development cooperation is an investment in our global neighbourhood. It's about our safety and well-being, it's about containing disease. It's about helping to respond to conflict and displacement to, to natural disasters. It's about exporting support for a rules-based international order. It's about helping our friends to turn their demographic challenges into dividends. It's about building, helping them to build their economies and in turn, creating opportunities uh, and opportunities which we hope to and wish to share in, in the future. And through our engagement in the EU and the UN, We work to address the root causes of hunger and migration. And for many years, our overseas development program has focused on fighting hunger and on building societies where famine and forced migration will no longer exist. We have become one of the most generous countries in building the foundations of a more just world. And my department is working to produce a new policy on our international development cooperation this year. A new white paper um, will underpin the Government's commitment to the place of development cooperation at the heart of Ireland's foreign policy. It will build on our strength and our reputation with interventions that are true to our values as a people. And this Government is also committed to expanding Ireland's global footprint, a footprint again that is in many ways defined by the journeys that our people have undertaken and the values that they have brought with them on those journeys. Our footprint is in our music, it's in our movies, it's in our writers, our teachers, our talent, our business, our agriculture. It is us, it's our reputation, our our stock and trade, and we are custodians of the rich story of what it means to be Irish and what we represent as a a country. Our diaspora engagement, um, our diplomacy and our development policies are all key, mutually reinforcing pillars of Ireland's overall international engagement and to remain relevant in all three areas our policies must be active, they must be responsive they must create new engagements that harness new information and channels of creativity In 30 years from now, uh, when the more mundane tasks of this world are performed by artificial intelligence robots the real global power will not rest with those who own things but those who think differently. It will be those who can create powerful intellectual property, the real estate of the mind over and over again, who will dominate world affairs. And at a recent meeting of the World Economic Forum, uh, a study was released uh, which showed the skills that would be most valuable in 2020 compared to those that were valuable in 2015. And while most of the skills that were addressed in that study moved up and down a couple of places, one skill shot up from the tenth most valuable to the third, and that was simply the skill of creativity. And I fully expect that skill to rise to the top uh, by 2025. Now, imagine for a moment um, what all of us in this room could achieve if we could harness the collective creative talent of our diaspora worldwide. If we could create a living, seamless connectedness amongst all of our people. So that in terms of creative collaboration, borders and distance would mean absolutely nothing. A Croatian tech startup could involve a Croatian programmer living in Brooklyn, a Croatian graphic artist living in Melbourne, a Croatian accountant living in London. The potential for creative collaboration amongst our diaspora has never been as powerful as it is right now and if all of us in this room are truly honest with ourselves, we are only scratching the surface in terms of being able to leverage that potential. And this conference, the conversations you are going to have, gives us a very, very valuable opportunity to see how we can do that and also to consider those types of forward-looking policies to link diaspora, uh, development and diplomacy and to find synergies between them to make a very positive future contribution uh, to the development of our individual countries and ultimately the development of the world as a whole. The potential of our diaspora, of all of our respective diaspora, to help drive our economies and enrich our societies is almost immeasurable. It's not just about our past, it's actually about our future. It's a very serious business and it needs to be taken seriously. I wish you all well for the coming days, and hope that you have some very, very fruitful discussions. Goma Khalir)